Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the NFL Draft Triple Take Round 2, presented by UPMC, Mike Pursuta, along with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson. We have given you our position-by-position previews in advance of the NFL Draft, but since we haven't gotten there yet, we're doubling back. We are uh, making, we've made our lists, now we're checking them twice, and uh, we're maybe coming up with some guys who are relatively off the radar. Some are, some are not, but uh, just another round of analysis. We're going to hit you with cornerbacks in this edition. Before we get to the corner, I want to remind you that all these videos are shared on Steelers.com, the Steelers mobile app, and the Steelers official YouTube page. The uh, audio can be heard on the Triple Take podcast and Steelers Nation Radio. And I sense you're wondering out there, how can I subscribe? Subscribe to that Triple Take podcast. I haven't already for whatever reason. Well, that's easy enough as well. All you got to do is uh, uh, subscribe wherever you download your favorite on-demand and audio content. Guys, cornerbacks, uh, my second look showed me a lot of what my first look showed me. There are, Matt, some big guys who can run at that position. Yeah, there really, really are. I mean, it's an impressive class physically. You wonder, uh, are some of these guys when they're younger, if they're 5'11", certainly six foot, six one, and they're playing receiver, do they realize instead of being a third round pick at a crowded receiver room, you know, receiver class, should I switch to DB, particularly corner, play press man coverage my freshman year of college and, you know, go, go in the first or second round? Yeah, Matt, and I, I think, you know, if you're – Looking that far ahead, uh, you know, you can see what some of the cornerbacks in the league get paid. And, yeah. you know, that's a that's a move that, that definitely needs to be made. And I think it also goes back to, you know, we've seen so many talented athletes at the at the wide receiver position. These college programs, and even the high school programs, see that we need to take some of our better guys and put them a cornerback and let them play because somebody needs to be able to cover all these big receivers that are out there. Dale, let's uh, let's stay with you as we dive back in. Uh, what did you glean from uh, your further review of cornerback? Well, you know, I, I think we're seeing now that uh, J.C. Horn out of South Carolina, who was already he was probably going to be a first round pick uh, when the, when this whole process started, uh, but then in this pro day, he just blew it up. Uh, ran a four three nine. Reportedly, I mean, these are all estimate or all uh, you know what the what the schools are saying. Um, yeah, but, but he, you can't fake this. A 42-inch vertical jump, that's a 42-inch vertical jump on the moon. Well, not on the moon, but it is in Indianapolis. It is wherever you're doing that at. It it would be higher. It would be much higher, yes. But his broad jump was 11.3. So those are things that you can't fudge, uh, like a 40 time. Uh, Then you watch his tape, and and you see a guy who's aggressive press corner who followed, uh, followed receivers all over the field, the other team's best receiver last year. Uh, I think he might end up being the number two cornerback taken in this draft now. And likewise, I think when you look at Greg Newsom from Northwestern, I think he really helped himself in this process as well with the pro days. He was kind of looked at as, you know, maybe one of those guys who's an early second round pick. He may sneak now into the first round after he ran a 47 with a 40 inch vertical. He's a smart player, right? Williamson. Oh, those, those, those Northwestern guys they are like Stanford guys. We don't, we don't bring that up for Michigan state. But. Yeah. <laughs> Duke, Stanford, you know, right. Northwestern. I, I totally agree on, on Horn. I mean, Horn's workout was a knockout. I mean, he's 6'1, 205. He's a big corner with 33 inch arms. And as Dale mentioned, 
a lot of these corners in this class, even the top guys, they'll play left, right. They'll play sides where Horn often traveled really physical, loves the game, aggressive, and the workouts really didn't hurt his cause one bit. I mean, he's impressive. Well, one of the good uh, pro day stories, and it remains to be seen, you know, how this translates to where, where the guy gets drafted and how he plays in the NFL. But uh, Marco Wilson of Florida, not uh, a household name, but uh, I was watching their pro day, and Kim Jones on the NFL Network reported that uh, when he did 26 reps at 225, 26 reps for a quarterback and a 44-inch vertical, that's pretty good on earth, on the moon, uh, anywhere in between. Uh, Kim Jones said that uh, the Florida teammates were all cheering. That was the biggest uh, cheers of the day when uh, when Wilson was doing his thing there. Uh, she called him the workout warrior for Florida. And that's, Matt, I guess something that, you know, having been a scout, you like to see that stuff, but you can't read too, too much into it, right? You got to you gotta keep it in perspective, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the tape is, is, is still king, although this year the tape's a little less trustworthy because of, you know, so not necessarily with Wilson, but I mean across the league and the, the process we're forced to deal with. Wilson's a guy that all three of us mentioned. I don't know how you can't. I mean, you said the jumps are ridiculous. He's just under six foot. I mean, he's just under 200 pounds. You know, lifting the bar 26 times and you see it on tape. I mean, he really bounces around is really twitchy, good size, explosive. There's a lot to work with there. Yeah. yeah and I, you know, I, I think as well, I mean, there's a lot. If you're looking for a big corner in this draft, there's some guys who are really good size corners. There are some little, I mean, they come in all shapes and sizes. Now, just like the wide receiver position, two guys that I wanted to make a note about, uh, was the other South Carolina cornerback was one of them, Israel uh, Mukamua, um, 6'4", He came in at, at his pro day. 6'4", cornerback. That's like Mel Blunt. Um, <laughs> and then you have uh, Benjamin St. Juice out of Minnesota at 6'3", 202. I mean, those guys are big physical cornerbacks that, uh, man, if, you're, if, if you, th- you think you're going to have – or if you're in a division that has a lot of these, you know, 6'3", 6'4", wide receivers, why not go get yourself one of those guys – and, and I think one guy that opted out last year that maybe people forgot about a little bit. And, and I think if he had come out after last season, we'd see him talked about a little bit more is Kerry Vincent out of LSU. Uh, four interceptions for them during their, their national championship season. Like I said, opted out last year, but was an integral member of that, of that national championship squad. And the LSU cornerbacks have done pretty well for themselves in the NFL. So, you know, I, I think, you know, a guy that, that was a starter there. Uh, maybe some teams look at him as, as a slot because he's 5'10", 185, uh, but he can play. I'll wrap it up with uh, one more note about Marco Wilson. Uh, you know, his brother Quincy plays for the New York Football Giants, another quarterback out of Florida. We've talked a lot during these programs about bloodlines and how there seem to be a lot of those type of guys. Their dad played in the NFL or they've got a brother in the NFL or a brother who played. And, uh, you know, that stuff can be very beneficial in terms of the transition, but uh, Daniel Jeremiah, the NFL Network, gave that an asterisk as well. This does not apply to Wilson, but he was talking in general during one of the programs he was on about being in a scouting room back in the day, and one scout, uh, a young scout, was selling a particular player because he had a brother who was in the league. And You know, what is that? That means this guy's going to work too. And the veteran scout said, hey, in this instance – we're talking about Randy Quaid, not Dennis Quaid. <laughs> so you need, hey. you need a little bit more than the name, but sometimes the name helps. 
Randy Quaid, a fine actor. Independent. Like I bring up one more guy when close to home here. Pitt's Jason Pinnock. And if he was a Pitt Johnstown, Dale and I would be talking about how smart he is. Unfortunately, you know, Pitt's close <laughs> enough. Hail to Pitt. Guy is big. He's over six feet tall. He's over 200 pounds, really good jumps, lifted the bar 15 times, you know, under a four five forty at that size. But, you know, the things that really stood out at Pitt's Pro Day with him was great 10-yard split. I mean, he really gets off the line and shows the burst there and an outstanding short shuttle time. I wonder if he can be a big slot. You know, Pitt's defense had a lot of names people recognize. I feel like he went under the radar a little bit for a local guy. Jason Pinnock from Pitt. That's going to do it for corners. Uh, I want to remind you that uh, all of the, these videos are going to be shared on Steelers.com, the Steelers mobile app, and the Steelers official YouTube page. The audio can be heard on the Triple Take podcast and on Steelers Nation Radio, and uh, fans can subscribe to that Triple Take podcast wherever you download your favorite on-demand audio content. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we'll be back soon with uh, another position preview take two. Uh, until then. For Matt Williamson and Dale Lally, I'm Mike Pursuta. This has been the NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC.